Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Inspired Action Life Podcast, Episode 5. I'm your host, Karen Baldridge, and I was planning on titling this episode Optimism, Boundaries, and Intentional Living. Now, ironically, I am recording this episode right at the peak of what our country and essentially the world is calling the pandemic and we are under a shelter in place situation so there's a lot of irony that my experience and my life experience that I have been telling you about as I've gone along in these podcasts just happens to coordinate with world events that are going on right now and the word optimism is kind of a interesting word to throw around right now and boundaries. So I love how life can be very synchronistic, synchronized or however it is you want to say that. I'm making up words at this point, but you know what I'm saying. There's just a, a coincidence <laughs> that's kind of occurring with where I am in my story versus what's happening actually real time in our world. But with regards to this part of the story, I, I left off where I started to become aware of, of negative energy and boundaries and, and thoughts becoming things and then turning into action ultimately. And I find this so, so coincidental and ironic that that is where we are in this world right now. There is a lot of fear that is ruling this world right now and definitely being broadcast over every news outlet and every you know media that you're writing or social media there's there's a lot of of fear stoking and for a good reason not to say that there's not a valid reason for some fear but we all can choose how we are reacting to the fear so some of us react differently than others. And what, as I look back, what I think is interesting is how I would have reacted two years ago to what's going on in the world versus how I am choosing to react now is light years apart. Well, maybe three years ago, actually, not two years. But three years ago, I definitely would have been more ruled by logic and pragmatism and been overtaken by the fear and and you know even it would affect my mood it would definitely bring me down I would be very nervous and um, panicky kind of maybe a little panicky not too panicked but I, I would be definitely more ingesting that fear because I would be choosing to go along and feel that fear okay so now with same messaging out there in the world, I get to choose how I am reacting to all of the messaging that is being presented to us by everybody, you know, again, on the news and social media. And it's my choice to not be absorbed by the fear because, again, I have sort of crossed over to a place where not where it's pie in the sky and I don't live by facts. It's not that. It's how can I be productive? How can I make this fear just 
an emotion and not live by it and just completely shut down. And I've seen people on social media like, I am so depressed. I am so scared. I'm so panicked. I think that a couple years ago, I, I may have allowed those emotions to in, in that ability to feel that way just even a few years ago. But now I don't feel like that at all. I don't um, connect with that emotion as much. It's, it's more I am creating the thought processes that I want to move forward with with regard to all the action that's going on around me. So I, I'm saying that a little confusing. What I'm trying to say is I get to choose how I react to it. And if I want to react in a productive way, I can do that. If I want to give in to the fear and be very counterproductive and lay in my bed and worry, I could also choose to do that, but I won't. Because ultimately, I know that there is a plan in the universe. So, so some of you, depending on who hears this, might call the universe, you know, the universe or source, source energy, where I have always identified the universe as, as God. So it calls upon me to, to tap into my faith and my belief in God and that he is in complete control over this entire situation. So I believe that I'm just going with the flow. I'm, I am living the life that I have, was put down here on. Yes, a lot of it is on pause, but a lot of it's not. And I also am trying to model a certain behavior um, for my family. So I'm going to come and circle back to that, but I just wanted to bring a little awareness of how ironic that you get to either choose to be fearful of all of these events that are going on around the world, or you can choose to stay the course and turn what looks to be a negative situation into something still productive and positive and um, personal development for you. So it's an opportunity for a reset and a personal development for you. So that's a little side note that wouldn't have normally been part of the podcast series, but I felt like I at least needed to address the obvious that's going on right now. Now back to the actual chronological part of the story that I have been building up to in my first four um, podcasts. I'm just going to kind of take it from there. So as you know, I became aware of thoughts becoming feelings and then feelings turning into action and then ultimately action turning in results. Well, a lot of you, probably like me, were very reactionary to life. So in other words, you would react to a, a circumstance. Oh, this is great. I'm reacting to because something great is happening to me. Um, I am loving this. Oh, I am enjoying this so much. And you are just, it like happened randomly. You had no idea it was coming. It was just this random blessing that you are reacting to. And that's great. But then there were also situations where you're reacting to something negative, i.e., a pandemic and how it is that you chose to react to that, what you're currently doing right now. Again, there's lots of other people podcasting about our current events. So I'll leave that to them because that's not really what I am here for on this particular part of my podcast. So I was aware that life 
Well, somebody said it actually in one of my other podcasts that I listened to, but I really connected with this where they said, life doesn't happen to you. Life happens for you. So I really needed to kind of dig into that thought process. And what does this mean? Life happens for you. Well, as I got drilled down a little bit on that idea that, again, seems pie in the sky for a pragmatic person like me, everything is a cause and effect relationship in my world. Probably many of you too, like that doesn't seem to make logical sense. But I really needed to understand like, is this a real thing? Because if it is, it's a game changer for me that life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. So the optimism, and remember on my last podcast, I talked about my optimistic friend um, who, oh, this is going to work out just fine. Everything's going to be great, even in the middle of a, you know, chaotic event at the border patrol where we were trying to, you know, get on, you know, I was having an issue with my passport and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, optimism. So there was that. I loved that. That planted a seed with me. But um, she wasn't allowing the current situation to dictate her reaction. She was like, it's going to work out because you know why? Because I say it's going to work out. And that's why it is different for her. And that's why it was now beginning to seem possible to be how I could live is optimistic instead of pessimistic or guarded. Maybe not pessimistic because I can never say that I was pessimistic. I've always been very, you know, faith-filled person, but I've always been guarded on what could be a great outcome for me and embracing myself for the other shoe that would, you know, fall and be something very uh, distasteful happen to me. So I... I really, you know, connected with the um, part where, where, you know, again, her optimism, as I told you, but the life not happening to you, but for you. So how do we get there? How do we drill down to that? How do we make that a weapon as opposed to um, just a, a, a phrase that somebody is saying to try to encourage you? Well, what as I looked around and kind of explored things a little bit further, what I understood is that, you know, you can live life reactionary or here's the key. You can be more intentional about your life instead of letting life happen to you. You can take the bull by the horns. You can get your arms around it and decide what your life is going to look like. Boom, mind blown. What, what do you mean I get to decide? Again, logic takes over like, I don't get to decide. I can't decide, you know, currently like this pandemic and stuff. I wouldn't have called that into my experience. I would not have, you know, um, scripted that as something I would have had to, you know, deal with and all of this, but it, it really, it's different than that. It's it's not about controlling everything around you. It's controlling what intentions you have for the day and how you want to feel for that day. And what brings you joy and what makes you happy and what makes you feel alive and filled. So I really, really began to do some soul searching as many people would call it. And I thought I had myself figured out, but how, how did I miss 
that very obvious point that some people do already without even knowing it live very intentional lives very you know scheduled and organized and um, scripted to even a certain degree lives but that doesn't necessarily mean they're optimistic okay so we're gonna we're gonna unblur that line a little bit here today because you can live an intentional life for instance lots of type a people which i am learning to be more type a i definitely was not born a type a type a was not fostered in my life by any of my surroundings or anybody i surrounded myself with i definitely did not have that um, influence on me so i i didn't become a type a person I, you know, nothing I can do about it. I wish that I would have. I, if I could have orchestrated my growing up years and my teenage years and even my younger 20s, I would have, you know, really become more of a type A. But I didn't because type A's are intentional. They are intentional about their days just naturally, meaning like, I know I want to get this done today, this done today, this done today, and they have a whole list. This is what I'm getting at the grocery. This is what I am intending to um, accomplish today. I need to clean my bathrooms. I've got to scrub the kitchen floor. I've got to get the kids' lunches packed. I have to get to work and, oh, I get to work in this project. I need to get to at least this part on this project. I need to finish these invoices, whatever it is. They always know exactly what they want to complete in that day. Well, I was not one of those people. So I did not always have such an intentional um, thing for my day because I tried to stay flexible and raising young kids, it kind of served me in some ways to remain flexible and have fun because we would, I could pivot from, hey, let's go to the park to, oh, it's not really nice out today. So let's go to Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. I, I nothing, I could flex with any plan because, you know, raising kids it requires flexibility. And if you do not have flexibility, you are very flustered. You are going to be very short with your kids because the plan didn't work out as you saw it in your head. Now, all of a sudden, it's a complete fail and a disaster. So I picked up on those personality types because I was surrounded by those personality types. And I knew, oh, I don't want to be like that. So I prided myself on being flexible going through, you know, raising younger kids and, and just going with the flow and not sweating the small stuff. So that was good. But what wasn't good is that my, my intentions and my productivity didn't always match up with, with, um, well, not match up, but didn't always meet the level that they could have in order for me to have a fuller life. So once I became aware of all of this stuff, I, those were just some of my, um, thoughts that I found very profound as to the decisions I had been making over the last 10, 15 years that got me to the place where I was now in my life. So now that I was more intentional, I had to decide how do I want to feel on a daily basis? I wanted to feel, after I thought about it, I wanted to not only feel loved, okay, and feel like I was I was loving in a very complete way with my family, but I also wanted to feel validated. I wanted to feel um, productive. I wanted to feel successful, okay? Because when you're a parent, side note, 
you don't necessarily see if you're successful or not, maybe until your kids are grown. <laughs> so you don't really exactly know if you're, it's hard to measure success as a parent. There are no metrics to, to come up against. You don't get attaboys at work. Nobody gives you attaboys. You don't have any kind of um, job reviews or whatever. You're more likely to get criticized than you are to get some good attaboys and get a pay raise, right? So you don't necessarily, it's hard to quantify if you're successful. But I wanted to do something that I felt successful. So of course, I think I mentioned buckets, you know, the last night I, I kind of separated my life out into buckets. So there's my, my physical health and well-being. So of course, you know, that would mean mind, body, soul, weight, um, you know, what anything that I wanted to do to control um, healthy eating and eating, you know, clean foods and clean living and that type of thing. So health, I don't need to explain what that all means for all of you. Um, then the spiritual component and the self-development. So Again, I realized during that bucket session with myself as I started to parcel out my life that I was definitely in need of some personal development to move the ball forward. Okay, so there's that. And then I wanted to see about resuming a serious career and to do something that I felt was of value to this world bring something of value not just get paid as an exchange of energy like i'm coming in and i'm going to do these invoices for you and you're going to pay me okay so that felt very empty and transactional to me and would not bring that feeling that i was searching for because intentions have to come from your feelings i would not feel fulfilled by that. Me personally, lots of people do because they're wonderful with numbers. I'm not one of those people. I'm just using that as an example. How do I want to feel in my career? Because now it's not like I'm 20. I have to kind of start off with a bang here. So I don't have time to search around and, and you know, work nilly willy in these, in these, you know, jobs that aren't really going to lead me to that feeling of contribution and validation and that I'm doing my life's work. I'm at the point where I wanted to do what is my life's work because I was a great mom. I am a great mom, I think. Um, I pour into my kids any kind of wisdom and life lessons that I always can possibly think of in any type of um, adversity that they have had and they've had a lot of different adversities in their life. And I have definitely tried to turn those adversities into life lessons as opposed to getting angry and going, well, that person cheated you and that coach was terrible and that teacher, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I just innately have always said, all right, what can we learn from that? So my bucket of my life's work, right? So what can I do with a gift of breaking down what is a complicated and um, you know, not a great situation. It, it could seem very negative. And how do I break that down into a life lesson that can be utilized as a career? <laughs> I, I have an understanding and a way of taking complicated 
thoughts and complicated situations and breaking them down into something a little bit more useful and hands-on and fuel for something good, propelling people to something good because of the adversity that they have um, encountered in their life. Because adversity is a good thing. And in you know, from what I've learned over these past couple years, a lot of people will call it contrast. Contrast is a gift. And I have always been able to see a situation from a thousand feet in the air and see what good could come out of it. Not to live in the bad, but to look for the good in that. So it's an infectious optimism in a lot of ways. And, um, yeah, I mean, just that ability. So how can I leverage that? So I was at that point where I was trying to bucket out my life because there's too many areas to all juggle at once. So I find myself working on self-development and then I switch over the next couple of days and go, okay, so um, now I'm back on the personal fitness. Okay, let's get, you know, signed up for yoga. Let's, let's understand the mind-body connection of that and really jump in full, full force with that and, and learn everything I can extract out of that experience and how can I, you know, you know, do something about that to move my life forward because what I really needed to feel was that I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> I I really knew I needed to do something in the realm of personal development and do nothing. And then, of course, in the health and fitness thing also, we could also put relationships well, my newfound understanding of words turning into things really, really made me keen to the vibes that other people were giving off. So if there is this, you know, negativity, as I mentioned before, negativity is just a no-go zone for me in boundaries and any kind of words that people may say to me or to other people, but for this purpose, since it's my podcast, I'll just talk about, you know, how words affected me. So there would be some, you know, again, self-limiting thoughts that were always being put out there that I had to deal with and absorb, whether it's from my kids, from my husband, from friends. There's always these limiting beliefs that no longer served me and no longer could sit with me. I just could not not tolerate them. I could no longer just accept them as, oh, I know and sympathize and empathize or whatever with them and go, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you're right. No, I will not validate those. I will not validate. I will validate the fact that these people feel this way, but I will not validate and agree with them. I will not. And and I will no longer allow them to spew negativity on me. You know how people get on these rants. Again, family, you know, bosses, friends, whoever, they will rant and just come at you with a firestorm from their mouth of negativity. And if you could put like an infrared, like scanner, like a heat scanner, you know, you see those on those shows. I I'm just thinking like their heat scanner would be like black and red, blah, you know, just coming at me, you know, not that I can see auras and lights around people, but I can sure as heck 
feel them. And I can't take that heaviness of that black um, negativity coming at me. And now even more so, like to the nth degree, the negativity is just beyond toxic for, for me. And these are some of the revelations I was finding out about myself and thinking, oh my gosh, what can I do to harness this? How can I make this a real thing so that I can wake so many other people up from living life so unintentionally? You're just living on um, rote. You're not even noticing the impact of that heavy crap that people are just loading on you and you're allowing it to, you're soaking it in as if that's reality or that's truth for you. And, and it becomes truth for you if you absorb enough of it. And so it was just so enlightening to be able to know that I had control over that messaging. They can throw it at me all they want, but all I have to do is put my hand up and go, I will not accept your negative talk. I will not accept your negative outcomes. You can say all of these things to me that you want because you're frustrated from a thousand other things and you may get mad at me that I'm no longer a agreeing with you, but I won't accept it. That is your mess to deal with. It's not mine anymore. Oh, what a complete relief. I I can't adequately explain to you what a relief that is to no longer have to carry that baggage around from everybody else's life with me and somehow make it my problem to deal with. It's not my problem to deal with. It is their problem to deal with. What I can do, however, I shine a little light on the choice they have to not react negatively about a situation that they aren't loving being in. You get to choose how you ingest your reaction. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, it is such a small pivot, a, a small like mindset shift but it is incredibly empowering. So I was learning so much at such a a rapid clip and it was just sinking into me as if this information was supposed to find me. Once I became open to it, unbelievable how the insights, the wisdom, the opportunities, the um, synchronicities of life, my eyes open to, I think I mentioned it before, almost like magic. The things that you are supposed to see when you finally decide to see and be intentional about your life, you will see them. It just like the floodgates open, you will get the information you need and somehow it aligns itself into your path. It is unbelievable because you are now open to it and you are choosing what your life looks like. So not only action items like I need to complete this thing in my kitchen today. I need to reorganize this. I need to get my file cabinets done. I need to get everything, you know, reorganized drawers, whatever. Not only that, but beyond that, it's that intention of how your life, how you want it to look and how you want it to feel. Every day when I wake up, I tell myself it's going to be a great day. I can't wait to see what this day holds for me. I'm going to be productive. I am productive. I am so intentional. I want to feel amazing and feel accomplished today. I want, I'm dictating how I wish this day to go and how I want to feel. I want to feel like I am loved completely and that I loved completely and I was 
wise with my kids and not reactionary. I, I am providing wisdom and guidance and mentoring, not not in a not be selfish but to take every opportunity to mold them and to mold take my own advice and mold myself and hopefully that change will then change the way that they treat me and so there has been a shift over these last couple years because I have changed so back to how do I harness this what do I do with it well, once the floodgates open, my eyes open, I'm aware of basically the magic around me and I am in flow state as they call it or walking in the spirit for if you're a Christian, you might have heard like I'm walking in the spirit um, or I'm in flow state. So once I became that intentional living type of person, that's how life coaching and business coaching and entrepreneurship found its way to me because believe me, I have never, ever entertained such a thing in all of my my days of existence, okay? That was not even something that was on my radar. Of course, I was probably closed off. My, I had all the borders of what was possible. I had all of these limitations of what was possible. So there was no way this was going to come into play for me. Not a chance. So life coaching, what? What is that? I mean, you know, you hear of therapists and and psychologists, but life coaching, what in the world? So you know what? There was an advertisement. I got on Instagram, as I told you a couple podcasts back, and instantly, like magic, not because I searched life coaching, because remember, that wasn't even in my vernacular, I, just because I was feeling so alive and like everything's possible and magic even. Here comes a life coaching um, uh, advertisement, you know how those pop up on your feed and Instagram. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. Because I looked into it. I looked into what the description was. I'm like, that is all me. Oh my gosh. That is exactly what I have been searching for. Exactly. Talk about harnessing your life's work and it not being transactional. I am not looking for a career that feels transactional to me. That does not sit right with me. But doing my life's work and never feeling like I'm working, I love the ability to break down complex problems for people into a real packageable, practical understanding of optimism and hope and action items from a complex life situation and how literally anything can be boiled down to your good, to something that happened for your good. So remember, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. So I must have needed to go through all of these various things in my life in order to get me to this place where I bring so much experience, life experience, so much wisdom, so many different situations I have had to navigate over my years that really, really come full picture and become complete in what it is that I have now chosen to go forward with. I know I'm supposed to do it. I know it's blessed. I know it's a, it's ordained for my life. I know that I am in complete flow when I am able to talk to people and coach them and speak to groups. It is 
such an ease for me because I understand. I've been there. So it's not like I'm going to coach you on something that I've never even been through or, but I might though, actually, that's not exactly true because the same principles of optimism and intentional living and setting up boundaries, not allowing the negative impact or the negative thoughts of your own or someone else's to rule your outcome. You cannot do that and you don't have to do that any longer. You get to choose the outcome. We put the power back in your hands again in any situation. So these basic principles apply of just changing your mind about the situation and changing what your value is and what you allow your worth to be to other people. Because if you allow people to talk down to you, well, then they will continue to talk down to you. They will never, ever stop doing that until you stop them from doing that. And once you stop them from doing that, what they say to you no longer seems true anymore. You know, like you don't take for, for word or for truth anything that they say to you anymore because it doesn't ring true to you. It seems like a false narrative because that's their thought process. That's not yours. And you get to change the trajectory of your life. Boom. That has just been the ultimate revelation for me. And I just couldn't wait to get to this point in the podcast to show you the the way to apply all of these new found um, revelations that I have found in that they were right under my nose all along and they're right under your nose. So it's this doesn't just apply to me. I don't I'm not anybody special from anybody else. These are open and available to everybody. Change your mind and change your life. Deal with optimism. Never allow the negative thoughts of any situation. Don't talk bad about people. Don't think bad about them. You may not like what they do, but you choose to say, I don't allow that to affect me. That is their decision. That is not my decision. It no longer affects me. So there's your boundaries. There's your optimism and setting an intention for the day of how you want to feel. Even if you are still surrounded by negative people, you have the intention of not only what you want to complete so that you feel accomplished and good about that day, but you also decide ahead of time how you want to feel about that day and then work your way to that feeling. Do you see? So there is so much more control that we wield. It's absolutely game changing. Your life is literally never going to be the same. So I just needed to share that message with you that has been on my heart for all of these years. And I really feel like it's something that somebody out there needs to hear that your life can change today, even in the middle of a pandemic. You still don't have to wear the fear of everyone around you. You don't have to own it and you don't have to wear it. Be practical, but as far as your internalizing of the message, you have 100% control over it. So you get to decide today. So everybody have a wonderful day and I will meet you back the next podcast with more information on where to take it from there. And I'm hoping this uplifts you.
have a great day.